Blog Talk Radio. Yo, PSA Hip Hop, man. It's your boy, Three Letter Man. Salutations to all, man. Shout out to my guy, Ben Swayze, right quick, man. Shout out to the source. Shout out to my homegirl, Nikki, man. What's poppin'? What's up? Hold on. Let me get... I'm having one second. All right. Three Letter Man, I have it for you. Yo. Have. Let me let me introduce you first, brother, before I put you off, please, because this is legendary for me. You know what I mean? No disrespect to anybody in any anybody in it who, I, who I ever interviewed, but this is big for me right here, man. In my opinion, shout Thank out to the Riz, P Rock, Dr. Dre. This is the best rhyming hip hop producer in hip hop history. H to the A V O C. Have what's good, my nigga? Thank you, thank you, my nigga. Word up, that's love right there. That's, that's love. The, am I spitting facts though? I mean, you know, my opinion might be biased, but yeah, I can do the show. What happened? Let's well, go ahead, man, because I'm 40-something years old, my nigga, so I was outside when the infamous was popping. You get what I'm saying? 25 okay. years, my nigga. What does it mean to you now, though, man? What What does it mean to me? It's the infamous album, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the, what, what, what was the question again? My bad. In, in, no, in the sense that you're 25 years, the Infamous is still popping. It's labeled as one of the best hip-hop albums in hip-hop history. When you guys were recording this, did you think that it would still be talked about 25 years later? Nah, we definitely didn't have a clue. Of, you know what I mean? We was just trying to make good music, you know what I'm saying, for that, for that time and moment. You know what I mean? We didn't, I mean, I didn't have a clue that, you know, 25 years later, they were like, oh, this is like, you know, like a classic dope. You know, we, we was just trying to make good music in that time and moment. Right. So let me ask you this, though, because you guys are coming off 1993, Juvenile Hell, right? Does it, did it, did it ever bother you and P that people, when they say, oh, the first Marvel TV album, they go to the infamous, but they act like they forgot about when y'all were shorties doing Juvenile Hell? Yeah, because, you know, part of, part of that, the reason why that is, is because... I was doing that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they'd be like, yeah, your first right. album, instruments. I'm like, yeah, 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 the first album, because I was trying to sweep Juvenile Hell under the rug. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, right. which probably wasn't a, a good thing to do. But at the time, it's like, you know, it was a letdown. You know what I mean? So it's like kind of mm. like sometimes you want to forget, you want to forget the memories that are not so fond in your mind. And But at the same time, looking back on it now, it was who we was at the time, and we 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 put out that work, and you know it was as successful as we wanted it to be. But it is part of our history. So going into the second album, was it like how was the feel in the studio? Y'all y'all recording our second album? There, you know, two years late ninety, you know, you passed ninety four, going into ninety five, April of nineteen ninety five, part itself. What's the like the, the the mindset going into the studio? Like I, right, we already dropped our first album coming up with these songs and stuff. Like, for instance, y'all dropped Shook Ones first, right? Now, mm-hmm. Shook Ones Part 2. We, we give loves to Shook Ones Part 2 more than Shook Ones Part 1. Did that, did that ever bother y'all? Nah, it didn't bother us at all because we made Shook Ones Part 2 
in hopes of making a better one. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, because we were still in Shook One Part One, but it was just something about it. We was like, damn, you know what I mean? We, it's something, something right. is it, missing something. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like that that main ingredient. We like, it, it need a little bit more of this. And right. you know, I was making tracks, and I had came up with this track that ended up being Shook One Part Two. So when we when I made that track, it was like, yo, we got just the perfect beat to do that song over to, and that's what we did. Now, whose genius idea was it to have this, um, stove, the stove in the beginning of Shook Ones Part 2, though? Was that all you? <laughs> nah, I have to give credit to the uh, the, the, the uh, video director on that one. He that, that, was, that was all him. So, I mean, I guess when he heard the song and he heard the similarities of the intro of the track and the stove, it just clicked mm. in his mind to do that. The dude name was Floyd, <laughs> I believe. His name was Floyd. Word up. Okay. Now, when y'all when you're doing the infamous album, right? How do you go about doing the sequencing of the songs? Like you go to forty first side, then the second song, Survival of the Fittest. Like how do you guys match it like song for song? Like, okay, we're gonna make this track one, track two. Is that hard because you got so many bangers on here? You know, I like to take credit for things that I do, but this is one of the things that I won't take credit for um, okay. because Prodigy Prodigy was a master at that. Like, you know what I mean? So, you know, me, after slaving over the stove and making all these defense and I ain't give a fuck about where this, what song went with. <laughs> I, let them, I, I let them do that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was like, yeah. Right. They said, you think we should put this song here? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Put this here anyway. I don't care. I'm, just, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? And so right. Prodigy would particu- meticulously put the songs in order. You know what's funny to have? We would think, all of us used to think you were the one doing that because being that you're the producer, we're thinking like, Havis probably right. got his hands on all this. Like, all right, fam, this is going to be right. track one, Trick Away the Pain, going to be track 14. Right. You know what I mean? So it, right. for you to say that is right. very interesting. And, though, that was, and, and, and that was the beauty of Marvik, right? Like, so... Right. You know, like I was, I, I was making the beats and this that, and the third, and you would think that I was doing that, but nah. Prodigy was putting those, those, the, the, the order together on the album. You know what I'm saying? And mm. it was equal input. It was equal input because, uh, not only was the beats, you know, the production important, but the placement of the songs on the album in chronological order, in the way that right. he wanted to put it was equally right. as important, right? Because we could have put songs in the wrong place and it just gave you a bad vibe about the album. So he knew how to place them where, like from beginning to end, it'd be like, take you on a journey, and then boom. <laughs> so you dropped Sugar Ones as a first single, right? How hard was this for you guys yeah. to pick a second single? Because Survival of the Fittest was a second single, right? Yeah, it was. So how was, how was it? Did you guys fight to... Were we gonna go with a second single? Was there a fight, a struggle? Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't a, a fight, a struggle at all. Because if you listen to uh, all the songs on on the infamous album, to me at least, it was the obvious next choice for a single. You know what I mean? It was. It was hard. It was dark. It had that that eerie piano in there, like how right. the ones had. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it was. It was a great follow up. You know what I'm saying? And it's like a it it, it it was like if I could put it in uh, like a um like a metaphor it was like a one two punch right? okay it's like boom you got chip mm-hmm. ones and then boom the left with the fucking survival is is it more like Kobe Shaq Mike and Scotty 
Yeah, like yeah, yeah. There you go. It, it was exactly <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, right. boom, Kobe and Shaq. For real, for right. real. Now, here's a hip-hop nerd question, right? So when we used to watch Rap City back in the day, right, and Survivor of the Fittest would come on, if two niggas off, Puff was in the video, and we ain't see Big. What happened? happened? Right. Right, right. So the story, so the story, the story with that was this: like I never even thought of, uh, you know, having Biggie in the video at the time. I, for, okay. for whatever reason, I, I don't even know why. Maybe I thought that he probably wouldn't come to the video or whatever it was. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I wanted to get Total to come to the video and just be hanging out with oh. us, like on some shit, right? Okay. So I had Puff. I had Puff. I was like, Yo, you know what I'm saying? Can you get Total down to the video shoot? Like, you know. Have them hanging out with us while we doing survival or whatever, and mm. that nigga just pulled up and said, "Fuck that, I'm in the video." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he just was in, he was in the hood with us, like you know what I'm saying? No, no security. Did that fuck you up though? Nigga just came through that. Did that fuck you up though? He's in the hood chilling with y'all. It, 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 it didn't fuck me up. It didn't fuck me up because I knew Puff already. Years before that, anyway, you know what I'm saying. So okay. it, it it was it was more like oh shit, good looking out, son, like for coming through, but because you know we knew right. him already, you know what I'm saying. Mm. Mm. And we should also look at it, look at it like this, like it's a win win because Puff still wanted to keep his head to the streets, and y'all niggas was real street, and it was a good look for y'all to have Puff at that time. Who you know what I mean? Puff was real big at that yeah. time in '95. I thought it was a win win on, on both sides. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, it showed, it showed camaraderie. You know what I'm saying? Camaraderie on that one. Right. Camaraderie. Now yeah. let me ask you a question. In '95, man, you got Yacht, Infamous, you got Raekwon, Tupac, Me Against the World, The Jizz of Liquid Swords, Big L, A Z, Smith and Wesson, The Roots, G Rap. In that year, how competitive was it in '95 for all those albums to have? It was. It was super duper competitive and all the artists that you named was top choice. You understand what I'm saying? For like, real, like son. Smith and Wesley, like Smith and Wesley, come on, man. Jeez, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Like, if you niggas don't know, Havoc was on Black Moon's um, Black Moon to the stage. He had, he had a verse on there. So throw that out there. Go ahead, have. Yes. You the man. You the man. You the man, Joyce. <laughs> right? So, yes. <laughs> word, you got big. Oh, you got is it yes, like come man. on, son? Like so, like you know, I know, you know, uh, it definitely pun intended. It was survival of the fittest during that time, man. Like you, you had to come with some shit, right? Right. Now, eyes for an eye, right? You linking up with Nas? That's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. That's Queensbridge love, right there. Um, mm-hmm. with Ray though, because Ray was on a couple of drinks on the infamous folk. Was it that loud record Steve Rifkin connection, or it just made sense? Y'all, the who like the who fuck with the mob and vice versa? Was it that? Like you know, it was it was more of a situation like we was label mates, right? But not all label mates vibe. You understand what I'm saying? Track and facts. When we met. We, when we when, so we was on the label, so we was able to be around them. And then once you get around people, you vibe and connect with certain certain individuals. And Ray and Ghost was the ones that we really clicked with the most at that time, and um, mm. so we and, and then you know they was kind of like you know big big brothers to us, and you know they was more than um happy to uh you know bless bless us with a verse and jump on the album you know what I mean because they was at the top of their game still are today, 
but at that time it was incredible. How how slept on have was that Loud Records roster though? How slept on that roster was? That I would have was to sick, say, I would have to say it was pretty pretty slept on because you know um, we was just it, Steve Riskin was more on some like street shit. You know what I'm saying? With the label, he wasn't trying to make it glossy and, you know, do all of these radio hits. He would let the artists right. make what they want to make and then try to turn that into radio. You understand? Which was a really hard line to talk. Well, um, on Give Up the Goods, right? You had Q-Tip do a few beats on, y'all had Q-Tip do a few beats on here, man. Yep. What was the science behind that? Because I felt Q-Tip got more love doing beats for y'all compared to when he was on trial. Or well, drink away the you know, pain and give up the goods was, and all that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, he was, man, he was like a god. You, you understand what I'm saying? So when mm-hmm. he came through and helped us, you know, do that, I, I was, you know, I tapped him for his expertise that he already had because I was a fan of Q-Tip and Trial Quest from the gate. You understand what I'm saying? And right. I knew he was an ill beat master. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I knew that it was going to be special when he came through and did whatever he did. You know what I'm saying? So he did and that. <laughs> And, um, you know, it was just like one of those things where it's like, you know, people talk about the stars lining up. That's one of those moments where just for that whole album, the stars just lined right the fuck up. Wow. Let me, do you think you think the um, Give Up the Goods video got love like um, Shook Ones and, and Survival of the Fittest? Video-wise. At that point, yeah, video-wise, at that point, we were trying to squeeze, squeeze the less... The, the rest of the, you know, whatever was left out of album, you know what I mean? We was just, at that point, right. we was like, fuck it, we, you know, we just having fun, and we didn't really, uh, you know, the focus was really more on the next album at that point, so we were just gotcha. putting something out to hold people over, you know what I mean? So, it wasn't, a lot of energy wasn't put put into it, but it was just something to hold the fans over while we was about to start embarking on the new album. And when Q-Tip laced Temperatures Rising, was, was it a no-brainer to grab that, to, to snatch that beat? You heard that? Yo, let me tell you. So I, I had the first Temperatures Rising, and right, for whatever true. reason, we couldn't get it clear because of sample purposes. And then Q-Tip came in and laced it, threw Christy Johnson on it. And it was one of those beats where it's like, all right. Because um, we already had the 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 uh, the, uh, the the, the um, context of the song, like we had the meat of the song, whatever it is, and then Kiki mm-hmm. came and did it over, and it definitely was one of those beats, you know, to make a little story short, uh, a no brainer for sure, guaranteed. How hard was it for you and Peter write those bars though? Because everybody, you know, as us, R.I.P. to your brother Killer Black, we us as Marvel fans, we felt like we knew yeah. him, knew him from afar. How far was it for you guys right. to, to pen that that studio time? In doing that though, <laughs> was it hard to record that song for you? For, for you personally? Uh, to be, yeah, for me personally, it was tough. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to have, you know, a brother on the run for 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 a body. You know what I mean? You don't want to really say mm. too much. You know what I mean? You right. don't want to, you know, in, incriminate anybody. You know what I'm saying? Because Facts, you know the case still got to go on. So it was it was, mm. it was it was you had to it was a it was a thin line you had to walk to still try to convey. Uh, actual events like truth, you know what I'm saying, to your story without, you know, implicating anybody. You know what right, I'm saying? Of course. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it was tough. It was tough. But then, you know, my, my brother ended up getting bagged anyway. 
But, um, mm. you know, it was just one of those real moments, man, where you're in the studio and it's just art imitating life. Right. Who was the shorty singing on here, though? Because it's not like the girl sang on this song. She also sang on Reach, another song that I had on the low, and she also sang on Murder Music. It's not like there was one shorty that she must have lived in Queensbridge or so where she always blessed y'all with a hook. You know, the shorty that's just rising. Which, 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 oh, yeah, okay, that's uh, Crystal Johnson. She rhymed okay, on the Crystal remix Johnson. of Survival. Yeah, she rhymed on the remix of Survival. She rhymed on Temperatures Rising, and I'm not sure if you rhymed on another one. But we did have a, a female from Queensbridge that was part of the crew that sung on some it. of our songs throughout our career. Her name is Chinky. Chinky. Yo, Chinky, yo. Yeah. Y'all had a song called Reach, right? That's one of my favorite underground yeah. mom songs that nobody talks about, right? Yeah. Yo, she blessed yeah. that fucking hook, my nigga. Have. Word. She blessed that shit, Word. my nigga. For real, man. Word. Let me ask you this. When y'all are doing songs like Trife Life, right? Is the mob mm-hmm. underrated with storytelling? Because we give slick we give slick Rick, Nas, Ghostface, and Big credit as they should. Is the mob slept on mm-hmm. when the storytelling rhymes low? When you got stories like trifling? Yeah, abso- yeah, yeah, I think we absolutely are, are slept on when it comes to the storytelling. But um, you know, some things get neglected in the face of other great things that are being done, right? So, you know, we right. we, we, we got these we, you know, so we get props for this, but they can't give you all the props for that. You know what I'm saying? It's either one <laughs> or the other. But, 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 but for the real, real heads out there, they, they, they know what time it is. You know, and right. And as long as they, as long as they acknowledge it, and people like you acknowledge it, we feel validated, and that's all we need. Listen, Pav, I always say this. I thought Coochie Rap was the first New York gangster rapper for me, and then I got Mark Deep. And MOP is the most hardcore New York niggas ever. MOP and Mark Deep for me. Then you got the locks and other niggas, of course. But I'm saying the early 90s, though, it was you and MOP for me. Yikes. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, man. Um, that, that was crazy, man. Where do you rank your production on Q You Get Hectic, though? I think that's one of my favorite beats from you, fam. Top five. Thank you. Where, where do I where do you rank that? Oh, for that? For that joint uh, in particular. Like, if you... If you Oh, oh, for QU Hectic? Yes. Oh, I give myself, I give myself a, a, probably like a, a, a seven. Like a seven on that one. Seven? I give you a nine. Nigga, you said seven, man. <laughs> I give you a nine. <laughs> <laughs> QU Hectic. What? Sam, you know what? Cool, I was mad at you, cool, ass. Cool I was mad at you, though. Huh? You spit a five mic verse on that joint, and you ain't spit another verse. You let P get another verse, right. and you ain't spit another verse, my nigga. What happened, ass? Yeah, you know, I got I got a little lazy that back then, you know what I'm saying? I was like, nah, y'all, y'all go ahead, man. I've been slaving over this stove a little bit too long today. Hey. Y'all go ahead, you know what I mean? Oh, man. Yo, we should run around Brooklyn saying, man, the real meaning of drama, you know, and never have it. Till you bump heads with the havoc. Ain't nothing soft and sweet. We lift you off your feet. That was our thing as shorties walking around the hood. You know what I'm saying? That's one of my favorite joints, man. That's it, man. For real, for real, man. Word. And, um... Word. Right. On on Cradle to the Grave, right? Was that the first song that you and P did with y'all basically kept handing the composition back book back to each other? Like you split your bars, I'll go back in because it felt like from Swift Weston type thing, the back and forth on on Cradle to the Grave though. Yeah, yeah, we 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 wanted to like really interact with each other a little bit more than we had been on uh, prior songs. 
So we said, mm-hmm. yo, you know, let's go back and forth, show show niggas that we could, you know, go, you know, back and forth on, on, on the back and forth vibe. And I think mm-hmm. we accomplished that pretty well. Word. And whose idea for the concept for Drink Away the Pain? Who, whose idea was that, though? That's a very ill concept you guys had, man. Oh, yeah. You know, Prodigy came up with that one, you know what I'm saying, with the whole title was Drink Away the Pain. Because when he heard mm-hmm. the beat, he just started writing, and I guess the, that's the vibe that he felt. So I just followed his lead, and, uh, mm. you know, uh, Q-Tip came in, and he just totally went left. But it yes. actually <laughs> made the song dope, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, all right, so let me ask you a question. When you, were ha- when you and P are talking about liquor, right, and all that, right, and, and Q-Tip mm-hmm. talked about Gary and Holly Hansen and all that, did that throw you off when you first heard his verse, or was it? You know, it, it, it totally did not throw me off for the okay. simple fact is what, what you see is what you get. That's Q tip. You understand gotcha. what I'm saying? So I didn't expect I didn't I didn't expect them to come out with the guns blazing. You feel me? So right. I totally expected I, I wasn't expecting to close per se, but I did not expect them to come through the you know, banging the nine and all of that. Nah, I, but I so, so I I expected it. Wow. Well, man, of course, we got Shook Ones, of course, Party Over. I thought Party Over doesn't get love like it should, though. What do you think, though? You know, because, you know, people put so much energy into certain songs <laughs> on the album that, you right. know, the other songs become step kids. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, it's like, you know, <laughs> you, know you, you want to treat them fair. You know what I'm saying? You want to make sure they're alive right. and breathing. But everybody, like, <laughs> they got their favorite. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their favorite. Like, right. this is my favorite son right here. You know what I'm saying? So some 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 songs, you know, ended up getting neglected and thrown into foster homes, but they, they still out here. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? <laughs> so, let me, so let me ask you this. How many songs did you guys have recorded that for, for the infamous that didn't make the infamous song? Uh, I would say probably, like, maybe a, a good good ten. Now, with with those ten though, do you scrap them or you add them on to Hell on Earth? Well, did they get added on to Hell on Earth or? Nah, we didn't even add them on to Hell on Earth. We just left left those on the reel which they were on, and we just started wow. something new from scratch when we did Hell on Earth. So let me ask you this: So when you hear when you and the, you and the crew in Queensbridge, they had Infamous, right? How much love did you niggas get though in the hood though, man? When y'all chopped the Infamous though. Like the hood love. I mean, the love, yeah, the hood love was like crazy. Like you could <laughs> see the proudness in motherfuckers' eyes. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like mm. we like lightning struck twice. Like you got Nas, then you got Mall Deep. It's like, oh shit! Like we popping. Like you know what I'm saying? We couldn't right. do no wrong. <laughs> Facts. Is it safe to say, besides MC Shan, Nas? And y'all, y'all rep, y'all really were QB on y'all back though, music wise. What, what, what was the question exactly? But what, besides MC Shan, Nas, and and you and you and Prodigy, do y'all think y'all really put QB on the map, music wise? Oh, uh, music wise, I I think we 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 shared uh, that uh, you know uh, position of putting QB on the map because Nas. I mean, did a phenomenal job on repping QD. I mean, when you think about Nas, you think about Queensbridge. When you think about Marvin, you think about Queensbridge. Yeah. And when you think about Shan, you think about Queensbridge. So we all equally, <laughs> none more than none more than the other. 
in our own way, we rep QB, QB to the fullest. Now, niggas hate when I say this, Half. I'm a Brooklyn nigga, right? But I've always said that Queens niggas are my favorite rappers, though. You think Queens got the best rappers, though? Are you going to be, without being biased, though, do y'all got the best rappers? <laughs> I mean, you you you're not alone in that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you got, <laughs> no, a lot of people say that it's not even from Queens. They be like, yo, Queens got the best rappers. Like they you know do, man. Niggas, they niggas do, niggas, fam. Niggas, 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 niggas said that. You know what I mean? But um, do I think we we got the best rappers? At one one time, I I believe that to be true. Hmm. Right. Well, my nigga, I gotta tell you, man. This is like. For me to talk to you, my nigga, from Infamous to Hell on Earth to Murder Music, that's like three, five mic in our eyes, to the hip-hop nerd's eyes. Those are five mic albums. Like, my nigga, do you understand? I'm talking tape error. I would put the Infamous in my Walkman. Yeah. If that shit fucked up, I would have to go back to the store and cop another one to the point that I had to go to the corner store, dub the Infamous and have that on the low. You know what I'm saying? Like, for y'all catalog, man. Yeah. Y'all catalog for, yeah. to drop those kind of classics. Like, those are not just good albums, have. Like, today, I feel this era, we have I albums. You know what I mean? Like, niggas will have 14 right. joints, three are dope, seven are like I, and the other joints are filler. Right. You niggas didn't give us filler right. joints, my nigga. You did not give nah. us filler music. Nah. I mean, we, we put. Yeah. No, no, get it, get it, get it, man. I'm sorry, get it. Nah, because every joint was important to us, man. You know what I'm saying? Because niggas will start gigging on you. You make a weak song. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> everything had to be, everything had to be fire, my nigga. Like we not just doing right. a song to do a song. Everything got to be fire. Mm. Wow. How many, how many niggas used to come out, reach out to you for beats in the '90s though? Or they was, did they reach out to you a lot of niggas? Or you reluctant to get beats out to people? I would say a few, a few, you know, not a lot, lot, but, you know, a few because, you know, I, for whatever reason, you know, but, you know, a few, you know, it was cool. My nigga, you blessed Foxy, though, on the promise, though. You, you do know that, right? You blessed her with that promise beat, though. Yeah, man, I had a good time uh, doing that song with her. That was, like, almost like one of the first uh, songs that I produced. For really? uh, anybody outside of Mob Deep. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. That, that was a no brainer, though, right? Foxy was hot at the time. You know, because I thought that was almost gangster yeah. drink she had on there, though. I ain't going front. The other drink she had was kind of like, all right, but what she got with half, she gave us that, like, that, ghetto, that yeah. gangster Brooklyn Foxy, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, I had to come through and give her that QB shit. You feel me? <laughs> Word up. Word. All day. This, my favorite song from you, though, my favorite Havoc solo joint is The Illest. How many people tell you that? Oh, I don't hear it a lot, but it's definitely one of my favorite joints that I ever did. I fucking love that joint, my nigga. Jesus Christ, man. That I, joint is fire, I, I, man. I, love that. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he got the attention that it deserved. That's, I'm pretty humble, and I never say that mm-hmm. a lot about a lot of songs, but that's right. one of them where I think it should have been like, you know, niggas should have been like, yo, this shit is crazy. I, you know, I, I went all out for that. But um, it's, mm. it's part of the history books. It's there. It can't be erased. How high, how, um, you know, we, we also, um, in high regards, we put free agents in high regards also. 
I don't know if you know that though, yeah. but niggas really do fuck with free agents heavy though. Yeah, that was one of those times when, you know, Mom Deep was at a point where we was labelless. We didn't have no labels, mm-hmm. was, you know, and uh we we still had to keep the momentum going and the passion and that was one of those things where that came from. Mm. Now I'm going to say this to you, right? Because when 50 came on the scene, right, I felt like I'm talking about the mixtape G-Unit era, right? There's something that I always noticed with 50, Banks, and Yayo. When they was doing their mixtapes, my nigga, they were rapping off your beats on a lot of the mixtapes. So when the mom started fucking with G-Unit, I wasn't shocked. Because I'm like, yo, my nigga, 50 already right. fuck with these niggas. He's rapping on all these niggas on Havoc's beats, hard body. So to me, when 50 fucked with y'all, it felt like it was coming from a fast perspective. Like, he fucked with the mob. Because y'all was there before him. But he fucked with y'all so heavy that it like, I just love these niggas so much. You know what I'm saying? He respected y'all music so much. Did you get that vibe from him? Yeah. And when he reached y'all, you know what I mean? To do the deal? Yeah when, we, yeah, when we first got with him, he was very open and honest about that. He was like, yo, I'm a fucking mob beat. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And, you know... Word. And you know, I was like, I I was appreciative of that. I was like, damn, well, but because I did hear him, you know, them rhyming over a lot of uh, heavy tracks. You understand a what lot. I'm saying? So, it, yeah, it made it it was it was a it was a it was a good relationship. You know what I mean? It, it, it made sense to me. You know what I mean? And I and and you know, if I could go back in time, I wouldn't even change it. You know what I mean? I'd be like, it was it was a moment in time. Wow, wow, yeah, because I felt like. Yo, 50's rapping off a lot of Mom D beats, though, my nigga. We should say that shit all the time in the hood, man. Um, Word. How much? Sorry, I got I got to go here. You know, a lot of niggas love y'all. I didn't have a problem with it because I felt y'all should have tapped this a lot. And I felt y'all did this joint because there were a lot of girls that rocked the Mom D. And I felt they were telling y'all niggas right. in the streets, y'all have your beats. We love y'all. Y'all ain't doing no joints for the ladies, though, my niggas. What's good? The one's right. joint. Right. Right. So it was one of those situations where, you know, we mob deep and we looking around and it's like, damn, we only got fucking God things. Like, you know what I'm saying? You never, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're the show. Like, we fuck with the shorty too, you know what I'm saying? So we like, yo, we got to make a shorty joint, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, some people wasn't feeling it because, you know, they just like mob to sound a certain way. But at the same time, man, you got to cater to the ladies, man, because they are part of our life, you know what I'm saying, of our right. lives. So mm-hmm. we made that joint, and today, that was one of our, to date, that was one of our uh, biggest radio records, the most spins we ever got on a, on a record. Wow. Wow. Was it one of those things where y'all niggas were like, we know niggas going to try to look at this funny style, but we got to do this, though, we don't give a fuck? That's got all I need. You know what I'm saying? That's why I with Mary J. Blige with all I need is shit. Big doing other joints. Like, was it that mindset also? That, you know, we got to have a female nah, joint because chicks do rock with us. Nah, it was one of those things where I ain't give a fuck what nobody thought. You know what I'm saying? Because I was after the shorty. You know what I'm saying? I ain't give a fuck what nobody you That's like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to cock block myself. You know what I mean? I'm like, right. fuck that. We, we be out here playing right. the niggas all day. What's up with the shorty? <laughs> Shorties, right? Word, word, word. Y'all had had an underground joint also, right? Y'all had a joint with Exhibit, man. I think you did the remix joint, right? The Eyes May Shine remix? Yeah, Eyes May Shine, yeah. That beat is fucking... 
How did that um, link up with, with Exhibit, though? Because that's a fire joint. That, I, listen, the underground mob deep joints, my nigga, I fucks with heavy, man. Niggas can say shook ones, of course, but this underground mob deep joints, that mean a lot to me. Like, um, what's it, Young Love? I love Young Love, my nigga. Oh, my God. Like, Young Love yeah. is my... <laughs> but talk to me about the that, Exhibit that joint, is... though. The Exhibit joint, because, you know, he was a label mate, and we had gotten cool. And he had that mm-hmm. song, and he he hit me he hit me up and was like, "Yo, Al, can you do a remix?" Because he 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 fucked with Mob Deep, and you know I went in there and just did that and just knocked it out. Wow, wow, that drink's fire, man. I'm not gonna front at all, man. Why why do you people why do you think people say that Hell on Earth was so dark? Um, you know, I think because it is number one, and um, <laughs> number two, it's <laughs> not for real. Uh, and number two, it, it, it kind of took a, 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 a turn, you know what I'm saying, from infamous to this. It's like it, it got a little bit darker, and I think people, that, no, us, us in particular, we was going through some dark times, like real, you know, no no joke, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, a couple, a few of our people passed away, niggas was getting locked up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So we East Coast, you know, West Coast beef going on, shit. Crazy shit. Yeah, the East yeah. Coast, West Coast shit. It's like, damn, we didn't yeah. really get a time to enjoy the, the fruits of our labor. We still had to keep on working, and it reflected in the music the emotions that we was feeling at that time. Wow. And then to go to murder music, my nigga? Like, y'all niggas, man. Jesus Christ, man. Wow. Um, yeah. how, much fun, yeah. how much fun did you guys have in Do Blood Money, though? Um, oh man, we had a ball doing Blood Money. You know, we got thrown in the mix of, you know, of, of the whole G unit thing. And it was just fun to, you know, be around a bunch of, you know, dudes that was from the same kind of area, Queens, you know what I mean? So we all was relating, you know what I mean? And 50 was really popping, you know what I mean? And, you know, it was, it was like a, a kind of like a family vibe, you know what I mean? It was dope. Went on these big, right. huge fucking tours, you know what Jesus. I'm saying? It just, yeah. It was, it was, it was like, you know, some of the things that was uh, done for us hadn't really been uh, done for us up until that point. Like, you know, right. jumping on the TRL or you know, you know, MTVs and all of that, and you know, BTS mm. like like certain spots that. You know what I mean? Because they be trying to pick and choose niggas out here. But 50 was like, nah, fuck that. Y'all coming with me up to here. You know what I'm saying? This award show or, or, or this video show. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was like, fuck right. that. And, you know, even though he was 50, they even gave him a hard time. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't be wanting to let certain niggas through that door. You understand? Right, right, right. They right, let him right. through that door. They let him through that door, and he brought niggas with him. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Um, How much flack? Did, did, when you heard Prodigy's verse on Pearly Gates, when you first heard that, what were your thoughts? Well, you know, I was used to it because T uh, was always saying some controversial shit. And, but yes. when he said that, I didn't personally agree with it. But I was mm-hmm. one of those people that I never try to change nobody. You understand what right. I'm saying? That's like the mm-hmm. ultimate fatal mistake. You understand what I'm saying? Right. I, I never try to change anything Prodigy did. It's liberty. Mm-hmm. I, my hands was all for that. So when he said that, I was like, right. that's me. You know, I might not agree with it personally, <laughs> but, you know, right. you know, that's, 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 that's him. That's him. 
Do you feel more niggas should have hollered at you to lock in to do a whole album? Um, you know what? Uh, some I I, I I'm kind of happy that it, it, a lot of people probably didn't. You know what I'm saying? Really? What I'm saying because yeah, yeah, because then it, it, it might have spread my production a little bit. Then you know what I'm saying? And I was really focused mm. on Mob Deep at the time. And I might have given right. away records that was probably for Mob Deep. You know what I mean? No. So I'm kind of Can you stay there for a second? You know. Can you stay there for a second? Because I felt, you know, the, the, can you, I want you to stay right there for a second. Because I felt, R.I.P. Guru, I felt Guru felt what you just said. Because I felt like, I wonder if Guru feels some kind of way that Primo's giving Group Home some fire-ass beats over here. You know what I mean? I used to yeah. feel that way. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and that's and and as and as a producer, you know, those are some of the challenges that you have, right? So you know, right. imagine if I would have gave away Quiet Storm, or if I would have gave away uh, uh, Godfather Part Three, or if I would have gave away if I would have gave away Burn, like you know what I'm saying? So oh. I'm glad that niggas didn't come at me like that. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that shit would have took away that shit would have took away from what we was doing. You know right, what I mean? Right, 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 right. That's a fact. Um, they're doing a lot of uh, producing battles, man. We got Riz and Primo later on tonight, man. What's your take on that, though? And would you jump on it? Two-part question. What do you think about that? And is that something? Because your name's been brought up. Your name's been brought up on Twitter a couple of times, niggas, when they see you come outside and, you know, mm-hmm. let you know with some beats. Um, yo, I think that the, the the beat battle between the producers is dope for the culture. I mean, like super duper dope. You know, it's it, it, it just you know it's it's everything, man. And um, would I do one of those beat battles? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You can put me up against anybody. I'm, yes. I don't care who it is. I'll do it. Word. Yo, Havoc versus Just Blaze. I, like I said, put me up against anybody. I'll be sure. <laughs> Is anybody you rock with though Or some friendly shit Like I'm cool with this certain producer Meaning I think it would make sense though You gotta pick one uh, I got one you know, I'm, I'm pretty much cool. I'm pretty much cool with all of them I'm cool with Alchemist You know what I mean But you know Ooh, Like you I said out. You know what I'm saying I'll go, up, I'll, go up, I'll go up against anybody I don't have anybody in particular That I'll be like Yo I want to battle him Or nobody like this Because in the end of the At the end of the day In my mind It's all about fun You know what I'm saying Yes, I'm not yes, even, yes. I'm not even. I'm not even joining the beat battle to beat anybody. You understand what I'm gotcha. saying? I'm there. Gotcha. I'm there to. I'm there for them to play their records and me to play mine and them to play theirs, so everybody can be like, remember this shit that we did, that we both did. Yeah. What? What have? Am I right on this though? Like to everything you just saying, have. So if if by your criteria and what you're saying, have, Alchemist makes sense then. I mean, you know, you know. I mean, it, to, to 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 some people it might make sense or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, the takeaway that I want people to have, no matter who I go up against, is that you know we both win. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And people are always going to yeah. It's a celebration of hip hop, and yes, people are going to have their favorites, and people are going to pick who that they wanted to win. But if you look deeper into it, we all win. You know what I'm saying? And that's the mm. 
Got you, got you, got you. Um, are you gonna be glued into the RZA and Primo <laughs> back and forth? Oh man, I'm, I'm getting my popcorn ready now. <laughs> well, you don't gotta answer this. I'm gonna tell you how I feel. Like you said, okay, because I'm a hip hop nerd, of course, but I love this so much. But if you had to ask me, because I do a show here, and niggas always ask me, "Yo, Trey, who you got between RZA and Primo?" All right, I don't like the conversation that niggas are saying that RZA is gonna get washed. I, I don't like I don't like that kind of conversation I have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Niggas mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. Primo gonna um, wash Teresa. I got Prim, but right. I don't think the Prim gonna get washed. Why, I I I was about to say you know why niggas are saying that, but I don't know why. But I can tell you <laughs> I, I, what I think about I, I can tell you what what I think about that mindset. I think okay. niggas is is speaking too fast. Without thinking, you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. You can't. Right, right. RZA's not gonna get washed. You understand what I'm saying? RZA right. created one of the best groups of all time. We'll never see again. Wow. We won't. There will never mm. be another group like that again. So with nine niggas, with nine niggas, with nine niggas, you know what I'm saying? Nine motherfuckers, <laughs> son. With nine. Motherfuckers. Now check this out. When you got some type of shit like that under your belt, you can't lose. Wait. Facts. 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 And when you facts, and facts. when you got the shit that you got under your belt and somebody like Primo, when you got shit like under your belt like Primo, you can't lose. Mm. Mm. Wow. Wow. Um, is there any talent out there that you see that you like to work with though? Any new talent that you like I would like to lace him with a beat. I like to link up with him, have a session with him, so to speak. Uh, you know, I, I really don't operate on that premise. You know what I mean? I, I okay. get asked that a lot. I, I, you don't know, but I, I love the question because I, I like to answer it. And my answer is I work with anybody that is uh, true to their art. You understand what I'm saying? That is serious about their shit and, you know, they just not on some bullshit. I, I, I like true artists, and I and you know I work with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, what's right. up? Let's, let's get this shit popping. You feel me? Word. Right. Okay. I'm not gonna lie though, man. Other boys, I don't know if you're familiar with Conway, Benny, and Westside Gun and those guys. Oh, I, I mean, really wish they. Yeah, you know that one. <laughs> was, that one yeah. right there. That one right there. Them, them, man. They remind me of the shit that like kind of like what me and P was doing back in the days. You know what I'm saying? Like. Them niggas are so raw and so ill that it's just like that shit. That shit fuck my head up every time. Right, right. Um, anybody you working with right now that we should be looking out for? Oh, uh, right now, yeah, right now I just you know almost finished the album with Method Man, putting that out. Um, with Method, you know I got a couple of artists. I got a couple of unknown artists. Rocking right now, so you know, just look for some new music from Havoc in a very near future. Okay, all right, my brother, man, I appreciate you taking the time to rock with me. Have this is like legendary shit to me, my nigga. You'll never understand because you guys just make music. You know what I mean? You're not knowing that you're touching uh, niggas from hood to hood all over the place in New York City and all over globally. You know what I mean? Um, I appreciate you rocking with me. Um, this is like legendary to me. You know what I mean? Thank you for taking your time. Thanks for your apology for giving us the infamous Hell on Earth for the music. I don't, I'm not just infamous because I go deep with the infamous. You know what I mean? So 
I really thank no you, doubt, brother. No doubt, no doubt. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. My man. Shout out to my man, Havoc, man. Y'all know the vibes already, man. PSA. Hip-hop, nigga. 